Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Do you know that Roman 10 and 14 ends by saying these words, how shall they hear without a preacher? Well, get ready to hear and receive a faith-filled preacher, Pastor Clifford Kraft, who is about to deliver you a word straight from God. Now, here is today's message. See, whether you know it or not, at one time, Georgia, the state of Georgia, didn't have the type of a crime rate that you hear now. You, you didn't hear no crazy stuff like that. You know, you heard about some shoplifting, you know what I mean, people fighting, and once in a while somebody gets shot or some crazy stuff like that, you know what I mean? You just didn't hear about stuff like that. Are you with me? Well, that, th those uh, demonic structures at some point found their way to Georgia. I can tell you exactly when it happened. You ready? It had been trying to happen for a while. Apparently, in the state of Georgia, there are intercessors located in the state of Georgia. It ain't no joke. And I, and I, and I met some of them, and I know some of them. Um... I think those of you that have been with me for a minute, you met them too, um, out of Atlanta, Georgia, because they came to Everton. All right, uh-huh. What's, what's her name? Viola Walker. How many of y'all met Viola Walker? You did, you sure did. You did, you sure did. All right, and Viola brought her, her group with her. She said that, they were looking on the map. They put a big map. They got a big map across the wall. The map of uh, the United States, map of the whole world. And what they do when they're going to spend a season to pray for some of these places, they pray and ask God where to put the pen. You know, and they have these uh, tacks with different colors, blue tack, green tack, yellow tacks, red tacks, uh, significance of the reason why they're praying. And she said that she was about to stick uh, a tack, I think it was either in Atlanta or Athens. I've forgotten. Anybody remember? And she said, instead, God led her arm to Everton. She said she didn't even know a thing about her Everton. Then she found out later, after she had met me, that I was there in Everton. So she got in contact with me and said, listen, can I come to your church? I said, you better get on down here. Right? And she did. And they were with us all day one Saturday. And then from time to time, she would call me to let me know how they're praying and things like that. It was through, no doubt, their prayers that I was able to pick up some of the things that I picked up there such as the guide stone and, uh, and, and other things that are there. Uh, are you with me? Yeah, yeah it, you know, because through their helping me to intercede for Everton, God gave me discerning so I could see stuff. Amen. I was just a kid in the Lord. I ain't know nothing. Amen. But God helped me. Are you with me? Amen. Well, I'm going to tell you what happened. Amen. When that flood hit Louisiana to wipe them out, let me tell you something. That was intentional. I know you don't know what I'm saying. I'm just sharing with you. 
That's all I'm doing. Just share with you. Amen. It is because of the witchcraft there. You know, uh, the voodoo and the black magic and all the things that the sorcery, uh, mediums and palm readers, all of them were located there. Witches too. Witches too. They were located there. Amen. And because they were killing so many animals and uh, the river there, uh, they would pour dead uh, animals out of the river just, just about every morning. Okay, there was something that the law couldn't stop. They couldn't stop them from doing it because they couldn't find them. They couldn't catch them. Uh, are you with me? Well, no doubt, intercessors praying for uh, the state of uh, Louisiana at some point Amen. The guards were moved. You, you, okay. Yeah. Okay. They didn't have no protection. Yeah. God moved the guardrails. Did you hear me? Yes. Amen. Let me tell you something. I don't care how bad a place is or how good they think it is. If God did not protect those places, they would be totally destroyed. Yeah. Earthquakes would take them out. Uh, serious storms, tornadoes would take them out. Ain't no joke. People would say, God did that cause those people so evil. God did not. All he did was, move, all he did was remove the guardrails. It was Satan the one that did it. According to my Bible, I don't know what you got in your Bible, but I know what's in that Bible. Yeah, God removed the guardrails. You know, and so that Satan is able to come in there and do all kinds of destruction. In fact, let me tell you something right now. I don't know how much you know or whether you even read the Bible at all. But I'm going to tell you something. If it wasn't enough for God, come on. you better hear what I'm saying. The Bible says in John chapter 10. Open your, t t turn your Bible there. And then I'll leave this alone. I don't know who I'm teaching in here. <laughs> John chapter 10. Go there. Go there. Yeah, you're right. All of us need to know this. John 10. Let me know when you're there. Amen. <clears throat> I'm hoarse because I've been preaching. <laughs> DJ tried to kill me. You know I mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. He don't like me to bother him. Amen. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> John chapter 10. You ready? Yeah. Verse 10. Read it for me, please. The thief comes only to All right. Now we got to find out who he is. Who is the thief? Satan. Is Satan the thief? Yeah. He is. He is. It says he come to do what? Steal, kill, and destroy. That's his M.O. Yeah. Model operation. Yeah. Amen. That's what he does. He steals, he kills, and he destroys. Read on in that same verse and what do you see what you see? I came that they may have life. Jesus said he comes that they may have life, yeah. not death. Right. So everybody accused God when somebody died, amen. That scripture tell you plainly yeah. that Jesus said, I come that you may have life right. and have it more abundantly. I'm not coming to kill nobody. Right. Amen. Jesus wants people saved. Yes. If you kill them, how are you going to save them? That's so he, want, so he want people alive so that they would accept him and go to heaven. Yeah. In, in, Mary, in Mary Catherine Baxter's book, 
She wrote it plainly that Jesus actually cries because the people go to hell. It's in her book. How many read that book? Mary Catherine Baxter. Okay, several of you read that book. Several. Amen. She said, uh, she said that Jesus actually cries yeah. when the people accuse him of putting them there. People put themselves in hell. Yeah. God don't send nobody to hell. He sent Jesus to die for man's sin. Right? Yeah. That was to keep man from going to hell. Anybody except Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, amen, they can go, I miss hell. You better believe you did. You see? And people don't know that they need to be saved. They think if they sing church songs, you know, visit church every once in a while or something like that, they think that that gets you in heaven. That don't get you in heaven. Uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 9, 10, 11 tell you how to get to heaven. It says you must confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Are you with me? Everybody with me? And so with that being said, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. If God didn't have the guardrails up, he would be extremely destructive every day, not every once in a while, every day. But remember what the Bible teaches, that as we get closer to the last of this age, Amen. You'll see more and more of what you're saying now. More and more. It will increase. As we get closer and closer to Jesus' coming, you'll see more tornadoes, hurricanes, uh, floods, and the whole thing. More and more of that. Why? Because according to what the Bible tells us, the church will eventually be taken out of here. At that point, there won't be no guardrails. Which means that he's going to do his thing. But the Bible called what? Tribulation. Tribulation. The Bible called it tribulation. And, uh, you know, I don't know how much teaching you had on any of this stuff. But there'll be a time, a period of tribulation uh, that will last three and a half years. And then what is called the great tribulation will last another three and a half years. And the Bible actually say no human being want to be on the face of this earth. You know, I, I tell anybody to say they don't believe the Bible. I say, look, do my favor. Don't just read one book out the Bible. Okay. And we're in the conversation. <laughs> Read the book of Revelation, and, and we won't even have to discuss it no more. <laughs> Glory be to God. Amen. You see? And, and the way Jesus says this, he said, let him who is righteous be what? Righteous still. Let him who is holy be what? Holy still. Let him who's unholy be what? Meaning that the condition that you're found in, that's it. That's it. It's going to be too late to repent. It's going to be too late to get it right with God. You, you, are you with me, somebody? Amen. 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 Uh, honestly, I don't even know what the conversation came for, but no doubt God is talking. I know he is. He's speaking. Amen. 
Um, I want to say one more thing about the intercessors before I leave this conversation alone. You now have access to the morning devotional. Brother DJ sent this thing out to everybody. Amen. You should read it. I hear Dr. Chris saying this more than I've ever heard it said by anybody, by myself or anybody else. Jesus is on his way back here. Which mean, which mean that, how many of y'all familiar with Dr. Chris? I don't mean read his book. How, how well do you know him? You haven't did any reading up on him at all. Okay, now. Okay, now. Amen. I know him that he would not be saying that every month in his book, every month. He puts it in there every month. He's not missing. He's been doing it for a whole year. It's in that book every month. Every month. He could hardly talk about a conversation without discussing that. Amen. I said to him one day when I listened to him, I said, I'm in total agreement with you right now. I see the same thing you see right now. I see it. As he talked and I listened to him, I came in agreement with him. I said, you're right. You're right. We are in the last of the last of the last. Nobody know what day and what time. Jesus said nobody knows that day. Am I right about it? But you can always tell, according to what's going on right now, all over the world, all over the world, and you can see it, you can see it coming into pass. And I say to people concerning intercession, you should begin to have a prayer life like you've never had one in your life. Not just for you, by the way. Amen. It's for your family. Yeah. You pray for your family. Yeah. You pray for your sisters and brothers. Yeah. I know you love them. Yeah. Even y'all acting crazy toward each other. I know you love them. Yeah. And you would not want to believe that one of your siblings or one of your children your mother, father, or your grandparents, what the hell? You would not want to believe that. Have you noticed in the Bible, in the gospel, that Jesus does not spend a lot of time trying to convince anybody of hell? He tries to convince them of heaven. He shows them the life of the rich man, right? who wouldn't give Lazarus not even the crumbs. And the Bible said Lazarus died with sores all over his body. And the rich man refused to help him. But the Bible said the rich man died immediately after Lazarus died. And when the rich man opened up his eyes, he was in hell. What did he say? I am in torment in this place. I'm in torment. If you can just take your finger. Yeah. Yeah. Man, how, how much imagination do you have to have to see that? If you just take your finger and just, just a little taste of water on my mouth. Are you hearing me? How, I mean, how intelligent do you have to be? You don't have to be real smart to understand that. 
You don't. You don't have to have a degree to understand that. That man said he was in torment in this place. Even begged that Lazarus would leave Abraham's bosom and go tell his brothers, beg them, please, don't come to this place. Don't come here. God Almighty. Apparently all of them was alike because Jesus said, even though one was raised from the dead to go tell them, they wouldn't listen. They were just like him. God Almighty, God Almighty, God Almighty, God Almighty. Amen. So I don't know what you do, but I take time. I, I on purpose make the time to pray for my family. I do it intentionally. Not when I get time, have time. I take the time to pray for my family. I have a person in my family, according to what her sister says, that she's evil, that she's just so evil, she's so wicked. I said, don't say that. She said, but she is. I said, but listen to me. Don't say that. Well, what am I supposed to say, she says to me. What am I supposed to say? She evil, she wicked. I said, let me say something to you. Do you love her? Yeah, I love her. No, you don't. No, you don't. Well, why shouldn't I call her evil and wicked if she act evil and wicked? Because the Bible teaches you, amen, to say the right things about people who have these kind of sinful conditions, amen. Don't say those things about them. First of all, if you love her, pray for her and believe that God will hear your prayer and believe that God will save them. God saved the worst of people. Yeah, she can be saved. Yeah, my, my my aunt just swear that she can't be. You know, I love my aunt, and I, you know, I don't want her to fall out with me because I love her dearly. But she keep it up, um, she's going to fall out with me because I'm going to tell her, amen, I don't know. You're supposed to be saved. I know she is, okay. I ain't no fool. She is saved. I said, but wherever she's sitting, whatever teaching she's sitting on, they're not teaching her the right stuff. Yeah. Amen. I know she's saved. But they're not teaching her. She's saying what she see, yeah. not what she want to see. Yeah. The Bible uh, teaches us to say what we want to yeah. see, not what we see. That's right. Amen. Amen. You have to believe the best of people. Yes, Amen. Even when they're doing wrong. Yes. Jesus did. Yes. Or he wouldn't have gone to the cross. Now, did, did I say that right? Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. I don't like to be ignored. You know, I got I to get delivered from that. <laughs> I really have. Let me say something to you. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. We have these old attitudes. And we don't believe the best of people based, based upon what they're doing. Have you ever thought that Jesus would not have gone to the cross based upon what the world was doing? Right. 
Have you ever thought about that? The world was in total, uh, uh, the Bible said it was darkness on the face of the earth when Jesus came, when he was born. We're not even living like that. As bad as, as it is, it's not nothing like it was when Jesus came into the world, according to the Bible. Are you with me? Let me help you now. What's the last book of the Old Testament? Malachi. Is that right, brother? The Bible said that God did not speak to his own prophets or nobody else for over 400 years. Over 400 years. Which means that you can just see then what happened to the world from the time that God finished speaking to Malachi to the time that Jesus came. Okay, you see what kind of shape the world's in? All right, so what do we see Jesus doing while he's on earth? He's opening blind eyes and, 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 and healing people of leprosy every, every single day, all day, every single day. You see what kind of shape the world's in? So he had to love the world in order to die for that ugly world he died for. He died for it. He didn't wait till people get right. I want to hear y'all, otherwise I'm not going to even... I'm, he didn't wait for people to get right. I'm, I'm going to speak to you right now. <clears throat> Notice the kind of love he has. He didn't wait for somebody to get right before he loved them. Oh, you missed all that, didn't you? No, no. He didn't wait for somebody to change before he loved them. Uh, yeah, you don't like that kind of teaching. Do you? He didn't wait for the world to change and say, now when you get right, I'll get on the cross for you. He did not. He got on that cross, amen. Why they were trying, oh God. Oh God. They had beat him all night long. Do you know that though? Do you know that? Spat all in his face. Isaiah and the book of Psalms talk about how they pulled the hair out of his face, man. Put, put those huge nails in his hands and in his feet. And if that wouldn't be enough, they took one of those huge spears and put it straight through his side. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yes. The scriptures say he could not even be recognized. He looked like an animal. On that cross. That's how bad they beat him. That's how badly they whipped him. Are you with me? Yeah. He did it for a hateful world. Yes. And if that wouldn't be enough, Charles, while he was on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. Yeah. Oh, you missed that, didn't you? Forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Oh, y'all, oh, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. And then somebody disagrees with you, and, and you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Here I come. Here I come. Amen. You know, somebody does something to you and you just stay messed up for weeks. Wow. Hello. Wow. Am I right about it? Yeah. You have to forgive. Somebody say, I have to forgive. I have to forgive. Oh, you don't mean it. Say, I have to forgive. I have to forgive. 
Say even them. Even them. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We're about to get real personal. Say even him. Even him. Say even her. Even her. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I told about that one to make your stomach turn. Everybody know one. Amen. You have to forgive them. You have to forgive them. And if that wouldn't be enough, Jesus said you got to love them. Huh? You ready? You ready? You ready? You ain't ready. He said, if they're hungry. See? And what the Lord shows us that once we get there, oh, it takes us so long to get there, free. Lord, it takes us too long to get there. He's waiting on the next move in our life. Amen. We still there. Come on now. God is waiting on the next move, and we still there. Sunday. I, I, I want to increase you. God said, I want to increase you. I, I want to do great things for you. I, I, I see your future. I know what future I have for you. I want to bless the socks off your feet. Amen. And you're still there. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. See? See, 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 you got people that you say, get on your nerves. That's what you say, don't you? Don't you? Ooh, 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 they get on my nerves. That's you, see? That way you do it. Yeah. Uh, somebody tell me when they're gone, please. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody please tell me when they're gone. And so here's the thing. So you think they're cute, but I know somebody watching you. Yes, sir. Sunder. Yes, sir. I know somebody got their eyes on you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And I found out that if you like that, he'll keep somebody like that in your life. Yes, sir. Am I him? Am I him? Amen. Next thing you know, you got a group of people that you can't, you can't stand them. A whole group. I don't like none of them. I don't like any of them. <laughs> you Christian, you. Your child of God, you. Ain't that right, somebody? Ain't that right, somebody? I'm going to tell you how to make that right in your life, and then I'm going to go back doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right now, meddling. <laughs> I'm going to help you out right now I'm going to tell you what, what the man of God told me when I got saved he said now what you do go buy them a cart did he tell us that free go buy them a cart and you know if the, if the Lord leads you slip something in there amen and tell them you love them why are you trying to figure out how in the world I'm going to buy him a car? Come on here. But he showed the way of deliverance. That's how you get delivered. That's what you call faith with works. 
Yeah. And you ain't just talking a good talk. You doing it. Come on. You doing it. You know, because so what if they say, well, oh, she's just trying to be smart. Send me a card. You know, that's on her. Your hands are clean. Your hands are clean. You did what you supposed to do. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in. We know that for those who receive, your lives have been radically transformed by the power of the word of God. Today is the day of your salvation. Are you ready to grow in your walk with the Lord? We are located at 3701 Atlanta Highway, Suite 16 in Athens, Georgia. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So to hear today's message again, visit our website at trueagapechristianchurch.org. Thank you and God bless you.